This is a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. Go to allthews.3cr.org.au. The voluptuous pleasure that cycling can give you is delicate, intimate and ephemeral. It arrives, takes hold of you, sweeps you up and then leaves you again. It is for you alone. It is a combination of speed and ease, force and grace. It is pure happiness. Yes, and you're tuned to 3CR. You're listening to the Yarrabug Radio Show. Many thanks to Amy Goodman and the team from Democracy Now! We'll be presenting a show today where, for cyclists all over Australia and all over the world, it is a particularly mournful week. For some unknown reason, we've had, um, in the last three and a half weeks, we've had three cycling deaths, one a mother of two, when a 66-year-old man enjoying his cycling and one of our greater long... In a new field, Mike Hall has outshone a lot of people in his ultramarathons and it comes as a bit of a sledgehammer blow, I think, to everybody. I know we always like to think of cycling as an enlifting, a voluptuous pleasure and we shouldn't stop from thinking about that. But at the same time, we should remember, talk about it, honour those people um, who have tragically uh, lost their lives on uh, Australian roads in the last couple of weeks. Chris, very good to have you on the show. Such a sad occasion. Thanks, Val. Yeah, I can't think of um, anything to say that I feel very, very flat. Um, I went to the beginning of the memorial ride yesterday in Melbourne. There was rides held in, um, I believe, in Sydney, Brisbane, Adelaide. I'm not too sure, but there's going to be one held in Perth this week for for Mike Hall. Uh, This is something that Yarra Bicycle User Group Radio we've covered uh, in depth over the last uh, month or so. You know, we've had Sarah and Will, Jesse, in the you know talking talking about it. And yesterday I saw about six to seven hundred riders turn up at Fed Square and ride part of the Indian Pacific wheel race route out to the spur at Yarra Bend. And I can remember this time last week feeling so excited that, you know, the Christoph was in town and Mike was behind him and uh, Sarah was coming in and Steve and I actually went out very early on Monday morning to see Sarah come in and this excitement and was building and... Friday morning was was something else indeed. Yes. So you'll have to bear with us a bit. Yeah. We're going to try and press on and talk about other things. But, we will. We will. But we've got a little bit of audio from yesterday's ride and we'll branch off into that at the moment. But we should try and get back on track. Yep. Chris, have you got a bike moment to share with us? Oh, okay. Well, a happy one. 
Okay. Well, I've been dealing with some, you know, health and illness sort of issues. And in the last six months, I really stuffed up one of my feet, one of the tendons. And I've just been able to ride. And now what I'm doing is um, getting on the wind trainer and building back up my strength, uh, which is big bickies for me. And I'm doing some weird stuff like putting the wind trainer on an angle so I can get used to descending again. But seriously, when you come back from something... It takes a lot. Like I've gone out for a few poodles on different bikes that I've got and the head's not there. So I'm getting my strength back and then I'm coming back to it full time. Like go to the shops, a 10K, a 20K, possibly even a century. Build up to a Paris Breast Paris. No, look, 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 we're starting small here, Val. But anyway, that's kind of, I'm starting at the beginning again, folks. Which is a good way to begin. Yeah. You can correct it. You know, you can do it. It's not a dress rehearsal. It is a dress rehearsal. Try a different way of doing it. Mm, your bike moment, Val. I had for... Um, I was very lucky last Sunday to go along to Pushy Women at the Trades Hall. Courtesy of Catherine Devaney, who had a spare ticket and left it at the door for me. Catherine Devaney, I've always been a great admirer, but even more so. Mm. Anyway... I haven't laughed so much for an hour and a half, I think, for so long. It was an extremely funny day, but the highlight of the day, and one of the guests was Melbourne's own great rider, Helen Gardner, who we all remember of that descent on the bicycle down Studley Park Hill. Anyway, Helen was very, very funny, but then she wrote, she uh, read out a, um, a paragraph or two from Monkey Grip, which describes the ride, I've forgotten the boyfriend's name. Oh, God, I'm going to get banned from a couple of people shortly. Um, anyway, the ride to the Fitzroy Pool on a very hot day. And you know what? Through, Napier, through Edinburgh Gardens, up Napier Street, mirrors my daily commute. So there I was, this lovely listening to Helen Duck Garden describe about a quarter of my commute to work. It was very lovely and it was a very funny day and I can see why that day has gone on for 10 years. Yes, Pushy Woman 10 and it's sold out. It was sold out. That's why I had to beg, borrow and get down on my knees to Catherine and get that ticket. Anyway, it was a great day and um, we take our hats off to Squeaky Wheel for keeping on putting on great stuff related to bikes. Bit of bike news, both sport bike and uh, commuter bike. Uh, Philip Gilbert took out the Tour of Flanders last night. Um, I kind of went to, off to Betty Buys after um, Tom Boonan's uh, derailleur decided to bite the biscuit and got all upset and thought, stuff it. And Phil took it out. That's all I've got to say on that. You can look it up on Cycling Central. <laughs> I'm a little bit tired. But in commuter cycling news, riding for transport. Okay, Western Distributor, part there of uh, Western Distributor will be some type of cycle bridge that starts at uh, Shepherd's Bridge, which is one of the least favourite things I like riding over in Melbourne. I love um, that footpath on that bridge. Oh, it brings all my mountain bike schools in the beat. It does, doesn't it? And um, Chris, you'll be it, interested to know they're going to call it a velo way. Ooh. I was a little concerned about the language used in the news report this morning about you know, fast commuters and stuff or whatever. And I thought, well, how about just people riding for transport? But the thoughts there, it reminds me a little bit of the cycle spiral that was kind of pulled into existence for East-West Link to, you know, give a little bit of frosting on the cake. Colour me a little cynical, but... It is going over a particularly crappy part of the inner west, 
It could be a bit of a deal breaker. It is, and you'll probably take out, I think there will probably be four or five red lights that you'll take off. Two of which have been, two of those intersections have been particularly dangerous for cyclists. If my, when I keep talking about it, but it has caused, there have been a couple of fatalities on two of those crossings. So that'll improve it. Chris, yeah. am I right to, my memory might be wrong on this, but any time anybody builds a new freeway or major road here, doesn't the bike path have to go alongside it? I think it's part of the project brief. I I'll take that as a question on notice, but as part of your major infrastructure, we should have integrated transport. But Um, I will look into that if... I'm pretty sure that, um, see, the trail, when they put that underground um, car funnel up near um, Ringwood, when you drive from Ringwood on that road and you go through that tunnel... Oh, you're talking about Melba, Easterlink. Yeah, whatever it's called. Yeah, anyway, <laughs> but when they did that, they had to redo the bike path that sits on top of it. Mm. And I was always under the understanding, I mean, this looks like great news, whereas actually I think they're obliged to build I the think bike they are path. obliged, yeah, yeah. I think you're quite correct. I just haven't got the right terminology in front of me, but I think it does come under transport integration. And a part of that plan is uh, to put a new bridge over um, Whitehall Street next to the Arable Gardens which we all know now is quite a dangerous intersection. And the another one that it'll avoid is the Somerville Road and the Whitehall Street as well. So that might fix up a couple of... That road from Footscray Bridge Road down towards Williamstown and Yarraville has always been a little bit hairy. Well, begin to deal with too many truck movements, too many things being funnelled through there and, again, with bicycle infrastructure... We've seen a move to, and a, and a very needed move to, having things separated. And if you can do it in those contested areas, yep, good. <laughs> but again, it's kind of, I think it's a bit of a sweetener for the Western Distributor, which is a whole new, a whole other can of political worms, which you can go into depth later. But the thing that I'm finding a little bit annoying about the state government is, okay, they've come out with this, but how come, unlike other state governments, they wouldn't um, allow minimum passing a couple of weeks ago? You know, that's the thing I'm getting a bit crappy about. Sorry, the language. It's all right. I know, I know. It's just a bit of a... You're just having trouble adjusting to the flim-flam of politics. I know. It's after 30 years. I really should have had it together by now. I know. I'm just so naive. Your expectations are way too high, Chris. I know. I should be (laughs) diving so much lower. (laughs) Anyway, it's good to see it marked out. Mm. As usual with these things, you've got to see it built in the end and we move on from there. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to be back after this and we're going to talk about the ride yesterday. For progressive people around the world, it's been a hard start to the year. Trump is rolling out his racist agenda, inspiring increased racial, religious and gender-based hatred across the globe. It really is time to rally together to fight for a better world. There is power in numbers and there is power in independent, community-run media. Join the swelling number of people fighting back by becoming a member of your radical activist radio station. Show us your love and subscribe to 3CR. Call us on 9419 8377 or pay online 3cr.org.au forward slash subscribe. (laughs) 
You're back listening to Yarra Basket User Group Radio and Community Radio 3CR 855am and digital and all the rest of it. Okay, got a little bit of audio from yesterday's Indian Pacific wheel race tribute ride from in Melbourne to Mike Hall. This is Andy, who was part of the film crew, who was travelling alongside the riders. And this is a speech he gave up at the spur on um, Yarra Bend yesterday after the ride went out and um, retraced part of the route through Melbourne. I just want to say that the audio has a fair bit of ambient background, so please try and listen in to his voice. If you've got 700 cyclists all clicking around with their various bits and pieces and the road noise from the eastern, just bear that in mind. Just listen in to his voice. Like you... I've only known Mike for the last 14 days. Fortunately, I was with the film crew for the 14 days and I, I got to spend some closer moments with him and some of the other riders that are here today. I'd just like to mention a couple of moments along that ride, just a couple of the endearing qualities and also the racer in Mike, because he had some fight. Uh, where the 
hotel room and onto his bike. About to take off and another rider came in for breakfast. Mike got off his bike and had a coffee with him. He had some amazing qualities. He was definitely a hard racer. But those endearing qualities and his thankless, thankless thought for all the other riders and the cycling community around the world is what I will most remember. I could go on with the stories. I think if we could just take a minute silence for Mike. has all kinds of music programs for you to hear. From blues to hip-hop, reggae, classical, punk, jazz, soul, indigenous, experimental, indie, metal and other music styles. Check out 3cr.org.au on the World Wide Web for more info. listening to Yarra Bicycle Users Group Radio and Community Radio 3CR with Val and Chris and just going to back announce what you just listened to there. That was Andy giving a speech yesterday at the Mike Hall Memorial Ride in Melbourne for the Indian Pacific Wheel Race Rider and one of the world's best ultra-endurance cyclists. Thank you to Sam and Steve for the audio. It was a couple of bits of audio I had to splice together there. And um, apologies for the for the quality, but again, if you get, you know, about six, 700 road cyclists with, you know, and the Eastern Freeway in the background, you get a bit of ambient noise. But um, some beautiful words there for Mandy, for the whole, you know, ultra cyclist community and those of us who are just dot watchers. It's going to be a painful time, but I think we're going to get through this. Yes, I think so. And um, I think um, a couple of things in light of that lovely speech then. It was interesting. I was relating to Chris before we did the show. I run into a fellow commuter every, say, once a month, and we happen to ride probably half a K or K together. And I wouldn't, um, as a normal, I mean, you can never 
I'm not very good at picking what people do in their spare time, but we met at the lights the other day and he was just so full of enthusiasm for the whole race, the whole idea of watching people transversing Australia. And I would have thought somebody like my friend would have probably been immune to being one of them, but he was just so uh, so involved in it so involved in watching every time they moved, knew where Sarah was, knew where they were, you know, asked me about, was it Ewan? Yes, Ewan early on the ride, how he was. It created a lot more interest. I know it probably is worldwide, but in Melbourne, I haven't seen it this galvanised for a long time. And there's a spirit of adventure. It is, and a spirit of, if the Tour de France is just athletes on bikes, this is people on bikes. How do I survive? How do I sleep? How do I not sleep? How much food do I eat? And you're in charge of yourself. Yeah, what's bringing the, again, I keep on using this word, adventure, back into, you know, riding? Because a lot of, you know, the, the road stuff that people kind of try and assimilate, or they think this is what ultracycling is, it isn't. It's a completely no. different genre. And Mike Hall basically helped invent this, going back to the Tour Divide and stuff like yeah. that. And again, you know, go back a couple of weeks, we had Rishi Fox on. Yep. She she was going to do the trans... At the moment, a lot of... There's some stuff on their webpage. They're considering what they're doing. Yep. I have a friend, Stuart, who did it last year, came in 15th, and, and he's feeling really quite bereft. He's over in the UK. So, Stu, hold in there, mate. You're a tough bloke. But it's not just about hard men or hard women riding. No. It's about the rest of us. It's the accessibility of it. Yeah. And it's just so much fun to watch. I know. I can just about nearly feel my Achilles get tight when they started climbing the Alps, but it oh, really passed from it. Mythical things like Christoph stop, stopping at the back of Falls at night at about quarter to one. You know, he's, no. at, he's at WTF corner. And you're going, look, I could barely walk up that little old ride. <laughs> and this man is at the back of it. You know, no. these, these mythical things. It's like the old style tours, what they used to be. It's a pack lunch. And a single care. <laughs> if you read the early, early stuff about road cycling, you know, and is these these great myths and legends. Yeah. And it, um, it really does hark back into a lot of that. Oh, and I mean, already those people have become mythical. If when you look at the divide and the race across America and the race to Where's Rock and all that sort of <gasps> race thing. Race the Rock, yeah. yeah. And the funny part about it is we can do it. Yes. How old the oldest starter in the. Indian Pacific, I think, was Paul. 67. No, 72. 72, there we now, go. Now, uh, from yesterday, Steve has got a long interview he did with Michael James, who was 62. And uh, I might put this up on SoundCloud. Goes into a fair bit of depth about what he does. He doesn't camp. He actually mailed his um, sleeping bag back to Adelaide. He does the, he'll, you know, as, a, as an yeah. older gent, he'll do what he considers, like, if I do 50, then I can knock off 20. So he doesn't go out with 70 in mind. He, yeah. But he um, uses motels and stuff like that. Yeah. So there's a different way, there's different yeah, ways yeah, of coming yeah. at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you don't have to be the ultra hard person who sleeps under a tarp in the ditch. You no. can do, there's all different levels to come into ultras. Yeah. Look, before we end, I just want to mm. touch Jim Freeman's funeral will be this week. It'll be, in, I think, was in The Age this morning. Just so people remember, Jim, been a member of the Melbourne Touring Club since 1999, loved his cycling. He was a lovely 
bloke, he used to, look, I work at uh, Commuter Cycles and um, Jim and a couple of his friends are always there. I mean, not always there, but every two or three weeks they pop in. And a couple of things I remember about Jim is there's a great truism that we grow into the face that we use. So if you live to be 66 and you're smiling all the time, your face tends to get that upward tilt. Jim was one of those people who had that upward tilt in his lips because he'd been smiling most of his life. And from amongst the um, touring club, the Melbourne Touring Club, there's obviously been a lot of um, recollections and photographs of rides with uh, Jim and everything like that. So he's one of the people, I think, that represents uh, cyclists that have actually... Sometimes people like Jim and I'm going to say John Harlan and a few others went through that period in Melbourne when cycling was nearly going to get its throat cut, but they were actually, they were the ones who actually got behind people like Keith Dunstan and a few others. And Alan Parker. And Alan Parker who died last year as well. These were the vanguard of the people who pushed through some, a lot of this stuff and we'll miss them. Yeah. Especially Jim, um, I think I met him once or twice. Steve met him quite a few times. He was a real gentleman. Yes, as I'm going to, I know this is probably not a universal law, but most cyclists are gentlemen and yes. gentle persons, gentle ladies, gentle people. Yes, but we are quite a lovely group of people. That's all we've got time for this week. Yes, that's all we've got time for. The podcast shall be up later today. I believe we have Dirt Radio coming up next, but if not, we may have Jailbreak, which is a new show. But um, I do believe that uh, Dirt Radio is moving to 9.30 on Tuesday morning. But uh, don't forget to subscribe or donate to 3CR and make sure that you keep people-powered radio on air. You go to 3cr.org.au and have a look for the um, subscribe or donate button. And also coming up, there's a 3CR benefit, and that's going to be at the Trades Hall Bella Union on the 27th of April. That's got a whole bunch of people from 3RRR, so that's going to be really interesting. So, yeah, you've got Fiona Scott, Norman, um, MC Jonathan Alley, Ian McFarlane again. And, yeah, remember, 3CR's got to try – we've got to check going here, so keep an eye out for the 3CO um, Community Radio Benefit at Bella Union Trades Hall, Thursday, 27th of April. Plug, plug, plug. Give 3CR your hard-earned dosh because, by God, they deserve it. I think that's all we've got, is it, Val? See you in about a fortnight. This is a public service announcement with guitar. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.